What is up, everybody, and welcome back to episode four of First and Ten. I am a host, Adam, along with my co-host, I'm Mitch here, and today we are going to be talking about our predictions for NFL Week One. Kickoff is just two days away, and we cannot wait for the Chiefs versus Texans. That should be one hell of a game. But before that, be sure to follow Fate Baseline Times on Instagram. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel, First and Ten, and. With that said, let's get right into it. All right, so we're going to do this game by game. So, starting with Thursday Night Football, Adam, who do you have in the Chiefs versus Texans? Chiefs versus Texans. It should be a good one. Rematch from the AFC playoffs last year. Chiefs or Texans blew a 24 nothing lead. They lost 51-31. I think the Texans could put up a fight, but in the end, Pat Mahomes will lead the Chiefs to a Week 1 victory, 31-24, over the Texans. No disagreement on the outcome, but I will say I don't think it'll be quite so high scoring because it is week one after all. I'm going to have to go with 24-14, but we both agree on that. So, now, an um, AFC East matchup. Who do you have taking the Jets versus Bills? Um, Jets versus Bills. Um, I think the Jets are a very underrated team this year. I think Sam Darnold is a great player, but I I, I think um, Jalen... Is just I think Jalen will rush for a touchdown and the Bills defense will just be too much for Darnold. Uh, 17-13 final score in the Jets versus Bills. I have the Bills winning. Jets will keep it close, but it it'll be too too little too late and they will go to zero and one. Again, same outcome, but I'm gonna have to go with 17-7. I think that the Jets defense got significantly worse, so that's why I agree. Then the 17, they're gonna put up 17 points on that. Terrible Jets defense, but I like Sam Darnold, but I don't see him putting up 13 points, especially not in week one. There's going to be too many growing pains, and I don't think he's had that great of a preseason so or a training camp, so 17-7. Okay, now moving on to the Packers versus Vikings, another 1 o'clock game. Um, this one, it could go either way. I don't think the Packers are a very good football team, though. I don't think they're going to be very good. I don't, think, I, I don't love the Vikings too much either, but Kirk Cousins, I think, can lead a team to a victory in week one against the Packers. So I got the Vikings winning 24-10. to I don't think Rodgers will show up. I don't see him throwing a touchdown. I think Aaron Jones could get a score, but... Interesting take. So I guess this is going to be the first one we disagree on. I'm going to take 24-17 and my Packers. I think I have more confidence in Aaron Rodgers than Kirk Cousins, although I do think Kirk Cousins is criminally underrated. But like you said, this one could go either way. There are two teams that were pretty great last year competing for mediocrity this year. Exactly, but this is, could also, in the end of the season, turn out to be a pretty big matchup because the Packers and Vikings are two front-runners in the division this year, so every game against each other matters. Every game for them this year will matter. No, absolutely. I just still think the Packers in this one. Um. Okay, now on to the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Washington football team. Um. I don't see this game being relatively close. I don't think the Washington football team will be able to score anywhere near 10 points against this Eagles defense. I think Carson Wentz is going to play very well in his return this year from not injury, but getting injured last playoff. But um, in the end, I see the Eagles winning 27-7. to Yeah, I mean, again, I'm going to have to agree with you on the Eagles because... This Washington football team is not going to be good. There's no nice way to put it. So I'm going to have to give them. I don't think they're going to score more than three points in this game. So I have I the agree. Eagles taking I th- I think, three. I think I don't think we'll see Alex Smith this week. I think Dwayne Haskins will be terrible, though. Absolutely horrible. And we could see Alex Smith in week two. This could be a good match. Uh, never mind. What am I saying? 
But moving on to the Browns versus the Ravens, who do you have in that, Mitch? So, you know, I like my Browns, but Lamar Jackson is difficult to uh, to predict. And although I think the Browns will be better this year, week one will not be our week. We have still, with the Browns, it's never a dull moment. So I think that with all the coaching staff uh, turnover, that it's going to take a week or two to get into our groove. So I have the Ravens winning 21-10. to 10. Um. Along with that, I think, I don't know if the coaching will be an issue. It might just be the Browns' defense isn't good enough due to injuries and loss of players. I don't see them really stopping Lamar that much. So I think Lamar could drop a 30 bomb, maybe 31. And I think Baker Mayfield will throw for two, three touchdowns. And I think he will have a good game. But it just won't be enough to beat the Ravens, which is why I have the Ravens 30-24. I mean, we're talking... The best regular season team in football last year. And the Browns did upset them once last year. But I just, as I said, I don't think it'll happen again. No, I agree. So moving on to Colts versus Jaguars. I think this one's pretty self-explanatory. I think we're both going to have the same predictions. But I'll just start. I have the Colts winning 35-21. I actually don't think the Jaguars are overall, like, they're not going to be a good team. But they're not, like garbage garbage I think they can put up points on teams I just don't think it's either one game their defense won't play well a team will score 35 another game a team will only score 17 but they won't have any offense I, I I'm I'm completely I, I bought into Minshew media I love Gardner Minshew but I don't think they're going to win for a long time this year yeah no I agree but I disagree I think that the Jaguars are very that bad aside from DJ Shark and a few other um pieces on defense namely Josh Allen this team is bad there's no getting around it so I have 28-14 Colts okay well that wraps up that game um Bears versus Lions um another big divisional NFC matchup um um I have the Bears winning 13 to 3 in this game but as I see you opposed to that you have the Lions I have the Lions I mean I just think I'm a big believer in Matt Stafford. I think that he is excellent, and he's, like I said, similar to Cole Cousin, Kirk Cousins. He's criminally underrated. The Bears, I mean, in episode two, you talked about how you think they can make a playoff run. I think that's interesting, and I don't necessarily like completely disagree with that, but I think the Lions edge out a week. Well, one, I don't three, think the Bears are a great offensive team, but I think they could hold a team like the Lions to under three points. Like, Matthew Stafford's good but he's no like I don't see him consistently like having a great game and I don't think against the Bears defense he will have that great of a game I think the pass rush will get to him I think the run game is still not there for them DeAndre Swift a rookie first career game well I don't, I don't know 13 to 3 Bears is what I'm feeling no. I, I I'm I think Mr. Trubisky could throw for a touchdown maybe he'll start in the red zone but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think that the Bears' defense is great as well, but the Lions have T.J. Hawkinson, who's a great, great, great tight end, and he has yet to prove himself too much, but as a prospect, he was really, really good. They still have Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones, who did work last year, and now they have a backfield of Kenny, uh, Carrion Johnson, Adrian Peterson, and DeAndre Swift, too. They've got a dynamic set of players, and if Stafford's up to the task, I think that's why he could take it. Anyway, moving on. This one's going to be a fun one. Raiders versus Panthers. Who do you have taking in this game? Um, I hate the Raiders. They suck. They're terrible. I don't see them winning more than six games this year. Um, and the Panthers aren't a very good football team. But 
I, I really like Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think he lost more than one game last year as the Saints QB. I think with him and McCaffrey, it'll be a good duo on the offense. Hopefully the defense does something. And I think the Panthers could come out with like a 24-17 to 21-17 victory against this Oakland offense. Yeah, um, I'm going to have to disagree with you, but not by much. I not sold on the Raiders this year either. You know, Raiders fans like to think that they're a playoff team this year. I don't buy it. But these are two teams with lackluster defenses and lots of key players on offense. I think that the Raiders with Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller, and uh, Henry Ruggs edge out a 28-21 to type victory a shootout. Okay. This one's going to be fun. Yep, and now we move on to the Seahawks versus the Falcons, which I think think will will be a shootout. Both teams' defenses are a bit iffy. They could be good, but the offenses on both teams are what people are going to tune in for. I mean, the Seahawks, you got Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, Chris Carson. Falcons, you have Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and um, Todd Gurley in the new uniform. I think Todd Gurley will be very good this year, but I don't think the Seahawks' offense is going to be stopped by a Falcons' defense with a lot of questionable young players who haven't really proven themselves too much yet. You have Deion Jones, Keanu Neal, two players who look good, but they're young, and I got the Seahawks dropping 42 on them, and I don't, I'm don't. i not sold on the Seahawks defense with Adams and Wagner, which is why I think the Falcons could have scored 27, but I, I, I don't see the Seahawks offense being stopped in this matchup. Yep, no no disagreement, but I don't think it's going to be that far, or that uh like large of a margin. I think it'll be 35-24 Seahawks. I think that both teams' offense will put up a lot of points, and I think that fantasy owners, on both pl- t- players on both teams, will be happy. I think Julio's in for a big week as well. I have him in two fantasy leagues, so he better be in for a big week, or else I'm going to have to have a word with Dan Quinn. There you go. Now we move to the 4 o'clock, or, or now we move to the 4 o'clock slate with Chargers versus Bengals. Um... Weird matchup. Weird matchup. You got <clears throat> Joey Burrow. Mm-hmm. I, I like him. I do. And I think the Chargers are still a bit uncertain in some areas on their defense and offense with injuries to, uh, what's his name, Derwin James. I think the safety position is a bit weaker on that team now. And I think Joey Burrow, coming out for his first career start, is going to get the victory versus the, um, versus the Bengals. Yeah, what do you, you think? Versus the Chargers, versus, and I don't. Know, I, I don't know if you've been watching Hard Knocks, but I've been watching them, and I think that I like what I see from the Chargers team. I agree that Derwin James injury will set them back, but this is already still a top five, even maybe even arguably top three secondary. I think this is a great, great team, and um, at least a great defense. And I don't think that Joey Burrow gets his first win. In week one, I think he falls around 28-24 to the Chargers. Um, my mistake, my apologies, we missed one game in the 1 o'clock slate, which is the Dolphins versus Patriots. And that's an AFC East matchup again that sh- could be good. I I think the Dolphins won't have much offense, which is going to be their issue with Ryan Fitzpatrick under center. Their offense got some offensive line, some running backs, but at receiver, they didn't really change their weapons. Tight end still Mike Kosicki. A lot of people are high on Mike Kosicki. I think he's pretty terrible, to be honest. I don't think the Dolphins' defense will be good enough to stop Cam Newton and that Patriots' offense, which is why I believe the Patriots will take that game 24-10. I think the Patriots take that game 17-10. Like I said, smaller margin, but... um. 
I although I agree with you, Mike Isicki is nothing special, and Dolphins Dolphins fans like to pretend he is. You're forgetting about the return of Preston Williams, who's basically Devontae Parker, who I think that at least could make some. Uh, That's another player that a lot of people are high on, uh, Preston Williams. I mean, he's he's good. I think he's de- definitely better than Mike Isicki. Yeah, but he's also coming off a big injury. No, exactly. But I also don't see Cam Newton and this Patriots offense dropping a whole lot of points. That's why I think this one could go either way. But the Patriots have the better coaching staff and the more experienced players, so I'm going to have to give it to them. Exactly, exactly. And now we're moving back to the 4 o'clock slate. We got the NFC West matchup between the Cardinals and the 49ers. Cardinals are an interesting team this year. I mean, a lot of people are very high on Kyler Murray. Somewhat like how they were very high on Baker Mayfield and... um. At the end of his rookie season. Um, but I just haven't seen Kyler Murray do what people say he's going to do. Which is why for the time being against a defense as good as the 49ers. He's just not going to be able to do the things he wants to do in week one. I'm not saying Kyler Murray's a bad QB. I think he could throw for two touchdowns. Rush for a touchdown. Something like that. But I don't think that he's going to be good enough to stop the 49ers defense and when I'm saying this I think the 49ers will score somewhere around 30 to 34 points but I don't think it will be solely because of Jimmy Garoppolo and that offense I think it will be because they, they, they're going to get good field position every possession which is why I think they will score 34 points where as I have the Cardinals around like 23 or so yeah that's interesting I mean I'm not sold on either of these teams these are both teams that pe- a lot of people would consider playoff teams and although I think the Niners will still edge out a uh, playoff spot like I said I'm not sold on either of these teams but I agree with you Niners are probably going to take this one 35 21 somewhere around there and I was talking to somebody today about the similarities between Baker Mayfield and Kyle Murray mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> it took me a second to realize but they were both Oklahoma quarterbacks <clears throat> Both won the Heisman, and where it gets really interesting is in the offseason leading up to both of their sophomore seasons, their team traded for a stud wide receiver. So I don't want to make I mean, any I mean, assumptions. You're, 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 calling Baker, you're, you're calling Odell Beckham a stud wide receiver. I mean, he's good, but he's nowhere near the level of DeAndre Hopkins. And he also is a bit sus. We're not going to get into that, but <laughs> I'm sure all of you have heard the things on social media. We don't need to get into that, but... Well, I'll agree with you. DeAndre Hopkins is a better receiver. <clears throat> Odell is still a top 10, but that's beyond the point. Let's yeah, I get the point. I get the point. Now, <clears throat> moving on to the final 4 o'clock game of the night, uh, Buccaneers versus Saints. This is probably the America's game of the week. Yeah, probably. I, I'd bet money on it. I think this is going to be the best game of the week. This is the game I'm most excited to watch besides my Broncos on Monday night. But um, um yeah. Who do you have winning, though? I think... I, I don't I think Tom Brady's first game in a Buccaneers uniform won't be a victory because first game with a new offense. I understand he's been practicing with them. I think it'll be a very close game. It's literally the flip of a coin. I could choose either team to win and I could argue a good point. Yeah. But I just think Drew Brees and and the Saints are it's they need to prove whose division it is. It's the Saints division. This isn't the Buccaneers division because Brady's there. It's the Saints division. Which is why I think the Saints will pull out a 28-27, a one-point victory. I think when it comes to the clutch time, Breeze is going to show up, not Brady. Yeah. Uh, I have it 31-27 Saints. I agree. It's going to be a close game. It's going to be a great game. I cannot wait exactly. to watch that. Exactly. And it, I, I'm assuming right now it's going to be nationally televised, so we will be sure to tune into that. 
Now we move to the Sunday night game, Cowboys versus Rams. Both very good teams. I either see the Rams barely winning or getting blown out. I don't see the Rams barely losing, which is, which is um, since I'm very high on Jared Goff and them, I think, I think the Rams will end up getting the victory by one point. I, I like Dak Prescott. I like CeeDee Lamb. I like the new additions in the Cowboys offense. But I think this Rams team is going to be very scary this year. And I, I'm not just saying that to say that. I think they, 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 they could pose a threat to many teams in this league. And they need to make this statement week one versus the Cowboys. They know that prime time. Everybody's watching. So yeah, I think Jared Goff, Sean McVay will get the job done. 24-23 Rams. Sounds like someone else has been watching Hard Knocks as well. Uh, I hate to disagree with the Rams, but I I'm sold on the Cowboys' offense. I don't think they go 13 and three this year, but I mean they have too many weapons to not be good, and I think they've got a more structured uh, team than the Browns last year. So I'm gonna give it 31-24 Cowboys. I just think that the Cowboys are gonna edge out. I think it'll be another shootout. I think a lot of these games uh, for Week One will be high scoring, but this one in particular, just I'm I'm sold on the Cowboys for this year. I I not sold on the Rams. Mm-hmm. And that that makes us move to uh, Monday night. We got the Giants and the Steelers. This one I'm pretty sure most of us will have the same predictions. But let's hear from you first, Mitch. So I'm not sold on the Steelers this year either. I think Steelers fans like to pretend that Big Ben will fix absolutely every issue, but uh, I just can't see the Giants winning over the Steelers having. Um, Saquon healthy week one will be very very beneficial to them and I still think that the Steelers have a pretty terrible offense but just getting Big Ben back and getting their confidence back I just like I said I just can't see a way the Giants win this game I'm gonna give it a, de- a defensive battle 17-10 Steelers how about you Adam um I'm again not sold on the Steelers but I think the Giants are one of the worst teams in the NFL I hate Daniel Jones People are like, Daniel Jones is so underrated. He's, he's gotten so much stronger. Daniel Jones is terrible. That man had three wins in the football league last year. He went 3-9, and nine, and two of those wins are, are against the Washington football team. And you can say what you want. You can say wins don't show who's a good QB. But at the end of the day, when you look at some of those losses, I'd put probably three or four of them on Daniel Jones for not performing. And for only playing twelve games, that four four games is a lot to lose for your team. So I I see the Steelers scoring twenty one. Also, we're not gonna. I, I haven't mentioned this. I think the Steelers should score much more than twenty one. But the, the the Giants' defense is just terrible. They I'm if I'm correct, they just released DeAndre Baker, and then Mar- they let Marcus Golden walk in the off season. It's like this whole team is just a disaster right now. A disaster. They wasted a first round pick a few years ago. On DeAndre Baker, and he's done. He's a criminal. Yeah, he's a criminal. He he's gonna be in jail. Yeah, this Giants team has not drafted well in the past few years, and I think Daniel Jones in two or three years is gonna be someone we're saying that they made a mistake drafting him. Well, I agree with your comments on the lackluster defense. I don't agree with your comments on Daniel Jones being a bum. I really do like Daniel Jones, but regardless, there's one game left, and it's your Broncos against the AFC. Almost AFC champions, the Tennessee Titans. Who do you have taken that game? So I'm going to be straight up with the facts. Last season we played the Titans. The Titans were pretty terrible when we played them. But as a Broncos fan, I take pride and credit in the Tennessee Titans playoffs victories. 
because the Tennessee Titans only made the playoffs because of the Broncos. If the Broncos' defense wasn't so good, if the Broncos' defense didn't pick off Mariota twice, Tannehill might not have been their QB. So we'll start with that. I take pride in that. <laughs> and um, um, second, Tannehill came in. He played well. He didn't throw any interceptions. But um, they didn't score a point. Derrick Henry was held to 14 rush, or 15 rushes for 25 yards, something like that. And our defensive, our front seven has only gotten better from there. I don't expect Derrick Henry to come out week one and do anything against us. And I think it will once again be a defensive battle. I, but this year, we're going to have Drew Locke instead of Joe Flacco. And we're going to have Jerry Judy and Melvin Gordon, which poses three new threats to our offense. So last year, we're already winning 16 nothing. This year, I think the Titans are a bit more of a developed team, so I think they could score like 13 or so points. But good field position, field position from defensive stops, and now a more explosive offense, I don't see the Titans winning. I see us winning 17-13, possibly 21. I think Drew Locke will throw a touchdown. I don't think he'll have 300 yards or whatever, but I think he'll, he'll manage the game and win. Sort of like what Jimmy Garoppolo does. Jimmy Garoppolo isn't some star QB, but <laughs> he's he, a game manager. He knows how to win. Yeah. If you know how to win a football game, you're a good QB in the NFL. Like Jimmy Garoppolo, stat wise, is in the top ten QB. But I'd love to have that man on my team. That man knows how to win football games. He does. Uh, I would not want to compare my starting quarterback to Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't really care. I don't really care for him. But I hate to disagree with you, but I have the Titans taking, like you said, a defensive battle, seventeen fourteen. I recognize that the... Uh, it's just at the end of the day, I don't think the Titans have a better defense than us. <clears throat> no, I don't think they do either. We took their best defender from them for a seventh-round draft pick. Understood, but I still don't think that... I, while I recognize the Broncos did get better, I think the Titans have a lot of confidence coming out of the AFC champion or after an uh, appearance in the AFC championship, and I just don't see... Uh, I don't know. This one's a coin toss for me, but I really do think that they, uh, that they defeat the Broncos in prime time. All right. And to end off this episode, we have some hot takes planned for you guys. Adam, let's start with yours. Um, so my first hot take for week one is I, I kind of talked about it a bit earlier, but uh, I think Joey Money Burrow throws for 300 yards and three touchdowns in a victory over the Los Angeles Chargers this week. I don't think that is too hot, but I, I'd say for a rookie QB in his first start, 300 yards and three touchdowns might be one of the best debuts we ever see out of a rookie. I mean, if anyone's going to do it, I think Joe Burrow could do exactly. it. Exactly. What about you? What's your first hot take? So, I think that the collective score of the Buccaneers-Saints game could exceed 80 points. And, I don't know. Those are two high-powered offenses. <clears throat> That's so why it's, it's only mine. So, if you were a betting man, you'd take the over, is what I'm hearing? No, i take the under, but I think it's definitely possible. Oh. So, you, you don't think you're not going with the over for our betters? Well, I'm also not a betting man. But, uh, you know, I think, I think it's possible. I mean, we saw that with the uh, 49ers and Saints last year. That was a great game. Yes, right. yes, yes. Um, Let's hear your second my, take. My again. second take your is that take. the Bears' defense will shut down the Lions' QB, Matthew Stafford. In Stafford's first week back from injury, I don't think the Lions will exceed three or seven points. I don't think they'll score more than one touchdown. I think the Bears will have at least two takeaways, whether it's on a fumble or an interception. I think Matthew Stafford could be getting sacked four or more times. He could be getting knocked down over ten times in the game. And I think the Bears will take the victory. So you don't think they'll, You don't think Stafford will score a point? No, Stafford's terrible. <laughs> okay. For my hotter take, I think Dak Prescott's going to throw for more than 350 yards and three-plus touchdowns this year. 
I think, like I said, we've talked about this episode one. We talked about it in episode two, and we talked about it this episode. The Cowboys' offense is going to be great, so I think Dak has a. I think Dak is yeah, a game. Yeah. And my final take, <clears throat> the hottest one, some may say, is uh, Derrick Henry, the uh, hyped-up running back, Mr. Two Hundred Yards, Mr. Playoff Stopper, Mr. Mr. Semi Truck, Mr. Tom Brady Destroyer, Mr. Lamar <laughs> Jackson Destroyer, will not be. Getting over 40 yards against the Denver Broncos. I mean, Denver Broncos front seven has Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, Jarrell Casey, and some may even count Shelby Harris as a stud in that front seven. I mean, he he's not going to be able to get past the line of scrimmage on his runs. The defense is just too good. They're too good for a player like Derrick Henry. Running backs don't run against us. We're better than the Jets' defense. We're better than any defense in the league. We have the best run-stopping defense in the NFL. And Derrick Henry is going to think he's better than that. But when but he, he gets won't stuffed be. at the line and the Titans lose week one and he gets blamed, he's not going to know what to say. He's going to say, just got to be better next time. Well, that was a lot of cockiness right there. Now, for Derrick Henry's sake, I hope he rushes for 300 yards. But <laughs> while we're on the subject of hyping up our personal favorite teams, my hottest take is that Baker Mayfield does what he really didn't do very much last year, and he actually finishes a game with one or less interceptions against the Ravens, and I recognize that that's a tough uh, pick because the Ravens' defense is elite, but I don't know. I think Kevin Stefanski and this new scheme allows him to flourish, and I think he doesn't throw a pick. So that's all the time we have for... That was a bit bold. This It was very bold. Baker Mayfield is terrible. All right. Well, the Browns are terrible. They're not going to win. All right. Well, after that outburst... Do you want me to interrupt you again? No. I can if you'd like. Because <laughs> Baker like- Mayfield's a terrible QB, and Derrick Henry is a terrible running back. So I think your opposition to my take is terrible, and I think your take might be even worse. But you know what? People are allowed to have opinions, and that's your opinion, so good for you. No, you're right. The Broncos are going 19-0 and this year. Uh, I All was right. thinking 21. So now that you've interrupted my outro three times, would you just like to do it yourself? No. Okay. So, as I was that saying. is all the time we have for this episode on First and Ten. Thank you so much for tuning in. As he said in the intro, please sub to uh, our YouTube channel. We're going to try and be posting more on that. If you're listening to us on Apple Music, please don't hesitate to go check out our YouTube channel. And also uh, follow Baseline Times on Instagram. And uh, uh, As always, it's been a pleasure. It's been a great time. We hope time. to see you guys Tuesday or Wednesday next week for our... Week one recap, and we'll be looking back at our predictions. We'll be keeping a record for both of us for the season. In the end of the season, you're, I will have the better record. But <laughs> thank you, everybody, for watching. That is all. I am Adam, and this has been First and Ten.